Bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck and Jay Parker. All right, yes, it is. And here we are, the Modern Eater Show, live on iHeartRadio in the iHeart Studios in Denver Tech Center. It's a great Saturday evening. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker with you this Saturday evening. Jay, action-packed show you put together. Good one. It, it came together, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, lots of people in studio. There'll be some people on phone. Uh, next hour, looking forward to talking to uh, Chef Jeff Jabot. New York City, Southern Hospitality, thought they closed, did they? What's, what's going on? Uh, we'll figure it out next hour. Chef Jeff Jabot will be on. Um, also looking forward to Hopi Mondale, owner of, I don't want to say the new rest, so what? formerly Summit Steakhouse. Formerly the Summit Steakhouse. In Aurora. Everybody knows what that is, mm-hmm. but it may or may not have a new name. So stick around for Hopi in the next hour. Uh, Great American Beer Festival, one of the highlights of Great American Beer Festival, along with uh, all the great breweries. Um, But there was one gentleman who took the opportunity after winning a gold medal, and he was right next to Charlie Papazian, and he dropped to one knee and proposed to his wife, Mr. Ryan Wibby, and he's been all over the news this week. And Ryan Wibby took that opportunity to say, hey, listen, uh, I, I won a gold, but that's secondary to my fiance. I thought they won silver. Well, he'll be on the phone. We'll oh. figure that out, right? Did she say yes? Maybe that was... Did she say yes? Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure that one right. out, too. Also, this is a cool one. Catching up from Stanley Marketplace and the owner of Rosenberg's Bagels, Josh, uh, Josh Pollux. He's in studio as well. And he brought bagels, and some of them are uh, vegan, just so you know. Yeah. And we won't hold it against him. No, I, they're going to be delicious. I know. You're looking yeah. forward to it. Jay's I, I vegan am. October. We're going to talk about that whole thing. I think vegan's uh, 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 like a vegetarian on steroids and is very political in the same sense. So maybe, uh, listen, hey, we can, we can get into that. Maybe Josh will talk to us about his thoughts about that. But right now, in the meantime and in between time, uh, we, uh, your mic on? Yeah, turn that mic on. It is now. Chef Christopher Moore, and um, we're catching up with Chef Christopher Moore after, I think it was Culinary Fight Club. Correct. Is that where it was? That's where it was. Were you a judge with me? I was. I, I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. fine. You had to go through that? It was actually quite fun. Did you get a word in edgewise? Uh, I chose not to speak. It was cool. <laughs> Nothing like the silent judge, but uh, <laughs> he, he breaks the silence tonight, and uh, the club at uh, Ravenna. Correct. Right. It had to. It couldn't be Ravenna because that's not uh, fancy enough. That's, you got Ravenna. Ravenna. It's named Ravenna. after Ravenna, Italy. It sounds very, very smooth. And, and what's going on? How are you, Chef? Doing great. Doing great. You got a lot of things that you're doing right now. Lots of things going on. Uh, I'm here to uh, talk about the Certified Master Chefs reception that's going on at the Broadmoor in. Uh, on Friday the 27th of Let, October. Let's cover it, and we'll also uh, bring on to the show from American Culinary Federation. Uh, does their PR, and, and uh, Sarah Beatty, welcome to the Modern Eater Show on iHeart. Hi there. Thanks good, for having me. Uh, good to hear you. Um, here it is. So I was trying to make this all make sense, and it is, but uh, formal, for, this is the uh, what annual? Fourth? Fourth annual. And it was at the governor's mansion. Mm-hmm. We had done it in um, August, the last three Augusts yeah, at the governor's years. mansion in the garden. Yeah, cool adjustment. Here you are, and it's on the property of the Broadmoor, right? Absolutely. Colorado Springs. Anybody that hasn't been to the Broadmoor either wants to go or they're they're planning on it. Should go. It it's should magnificent. Go. That's right. I mean, one of these properties, you'd think of uh, Colorado, the Brown Palace, Broadmoor. I mean, they're all just within the same breath. So this is really cool. It's the uh, fourth annual Master Chefs reception dinner. It's next Friday, Jay. It is. 6 p.m. to the 27th. 8th. The, the 27th. Oh, it's two Fridays. Two Fridays now. away. Two Fridays from now. I apologize. Uh, so you have time to get ready. For you this. do have time, and you can go to the Modern Eater Facebook page, and uh, there's a direct link too. So if you ticket wanna, information, yeah, get some tickets to it. Now, six p.m. to eight thirty p.m. on Friday, October twenty seventh. Apologize, it's not this coming Friday, but the following Friday, uh, Cheyenne Lodge. And that's in Colorado Springs on the Broadmoor property. So, so many fun things. But let's uh, go to Chef. Chef, um, this event, what what does it mean? And having the 
uh, American Culinary Federation involved with it. So Chefs Colorado Chefs Association, uh, this is our annual uh, reunion of all the master chefs. There are 66 master chefs in the United States. Uh, it's a grueling eight day. What's a master chef? A master chef is is a is an executive chef or a chef that has been certified after passing an eight day practical exam. And if you don't pass with a with an average score, even after like the second or third day, then you drop. You don't even get to continue. Uh, so there's 66 of them countrywide. 66 this nationwide. I, I, I've always found this interesting. I can be a chef. I can just proclaim myself to be a chef right now. Mm-hmm. But Master Chef, no. No. So you, you, you training's good to be a chef. Absolutely. But you can just uh, throw that moniker on you at any point in time. Yeah, yeah, yes and no. The but, way, well, the, all right. Let's talk about the that. Way that I was, the way I was brought through the way I came up through the ranks in the mm-hmm. industry was uh, the, the title chef is one to be earned. Uh, but I, you can get slapped around the kitchen. Absolutely. Be a I mean, chef and... sure. Anyone, anyone can cook. That doesn't right. say they're good at it. But master chef, no. Master chef. So these are guys at the pinnacle of their career. Right. So I mean, these these are the guys that that uh, have have gone through you know trial and fire to achieve that that certification. So you say it's an eight day, eight day. test. Now I'm assuming, and I don't know why I would, because I wouldn't know any different. But I'm assuming that it's uh, cooking tests and also written tests. It's it's. For the, I believe for the master chefs, it's all practical. It's, it's all eight, okay. it's eight days of cooking. Of oh, okay. So okay. it's, I'm it's eight, eight different C. arenas, everything from uh, you know charcuterie to to baking and pastry, mystery basket, and it's uh, you know so they just had one in Detroit. They the most recent one was I believe like ten days ago, and out of eight 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 participants, three passed. Are you a master chef? I am not. You're not yet. Not. I don't. I'm. I don't think I'll ever go to that. I'm actually working on getting my certified executive chef designation. That's, I, I that's have higher year. hopes for you than yourself, so, I think. I appreciate that. I, I, and I think that that's it. So here it is. Uh, Colorado <laughs> Chefs Association, uh, along with, is it, Sarah, is it along with American Culinary Federation? How does that work out? Well, they're sort of um, kind of one in the same. So uh, American Culinary Federation is this overarching Group and they're the ones who administer the um, certified Master Chef exam along with um, all, all Culinary this, all Institute of America. Correct. Yeah, so it's um, so in, it's under the umbrella. It's under the, the umbrella. umbrella. Gotcha. Exactly. And so, what can people expect when they uh, lay down a couple of dollars to go to this amazing so, event? So the coolest thing about this is these are chefs like myself, certified working pastry chefs, other executive chefs. Uh, our opportunity to cook for master chefs. So it, that's allowing us to display our talents and our abilities at the highest level. I mean, this isn't, you're going to walk around and find not only am- amazing cuisine, but everything is going to be executed flawlessly just for that simple fact that we are cooking for master chefs and the public can come enjoy it as well. And they actually, you know, the master chefs will be walking around with the public. So if you see the gentleman with the, with the, pin on his lapel then you know he's a master chef which we have uh we have i believe two that live here in colorado how fun is that it's great i mean let's face it you chefs are the new rock stars you know apparently I mean, that's the way that that works out uh and, and and as well you should be because i really believe that chefs um just as important as medicine i and i termed uh, i coined a phrase uh, pharma chefs because i believe the food that you put in your body is just as important as any kind of medications it all begins with what you eat and um, lots is relied on with chef these days chefs these days and it's really cool to have you assemble uh, in, in one event like this to kind of um, talk about ideas uh, trending foods uh, with sourcing sustainability I mean, these are all the things that um, we as consumers rely on you guys to, to really be up on. Right, right. And that's one, actually, that's one thing our, the Colorado Chefs Association does is we, we uh, really push forward uh, with all those aspects of whether it's sustainability or uh, even just simply promoting Colorado products. Yeah. Colorado is a great state for agricultural products. Yeah. And um, we partner with uh, all the producers. Colorado Beef Council, Colorado Lamb Council, mm-hmm. Redbird Farms, Shamrock Foods, Fresh Point, and Colorado Wines. I mean, there you go. It just really sums it up. It does. Puts it together. Your thoughts on that, Sarah? Well, I just think this is such an amazing event for people to be able to come to and, you know, in incomparable surroundings. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Chef Moore said, to to enjoy cooking because we have 
so many places we can go to get extraordinary meals. But to be able to enjoy cooking of this caliber, mm-hmm. I mean, this is very um, precise, well-executed cooking. And um, I think that's what's so interesting about it. And then to be able to wander around and truly be able to talk to you know, some of the most skilled, most educated, most experienced, highly decorated um, uh, master chefs in the industry. I mean, there's fewer than 70 of them walking around. Mm-hmm. Three, Well, the three guys who passed, so I, I'll have to check that number. But do you know it, Chef Jesper Janssen? I do. Is, is he a master chef? He's not a master chef. He's a chef instructor at Escoffier yeah. in, in Boulder. Gotcha. Um, but he'll be he, cooking that night. Here's cooking. something uh, that I want to throw out that it's affordable to get a ticket because when I hear all the names that are involved and the, where it's at and, and the food is, I'm thinking like, Hey, listen, that sounds great. I'd love to go. I really can't swing it. I'm looking at it and I'll let people go get the, the tickets themselves, but I'm looking at the price and it's completely acceptable for what, for what you're getting in return. 75 bucks, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 70. And I couldn't wholeheartedly agree more. Um, again, fourth annual master chefs reception dinner, uh, relocated this year. Great place on, on Broadmoor po- property. It's called Cheyenne Lodge. Uh, just right up the hill. Right? It's yeah. You go behind the the hotel like you're going up to the zoo, mm-hmm. and it's up there tucked in those gorgeous you know trees up with the the pine, and you know looks out over the city right at the base of Cheyenne Mountain. There's a gorgeous outdoor patio, so we're crossing our fingers on on weather. Mm-hmm. And then there's a beautiful indoor area. It was Broadmoor built the property just to host um, events like this, so it's just going to be an incredible evening. Here's a gimme. Also, uh, the Broadmoor uh, teaming up and, and giving you a hundred and sixty-five dollar room rate, which seems to me to be uh, at a four-star quite... resort. Right. Yeah. yeah. How do you beat that? Make a weekend. I mean, uh, take take you you know get down there and uh, again seventy-five bucks. It just seems a no-brainer if you love food and 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 just being mobilized around these great chefs. Uh, the opportunity is there for you, and we're going to leave the link up on our Facebook page mm-hmm. all week long. Uh, the Modern Eater Facebook page. You can search that out. The link's there, $75, 30 seconds on why they should join us. And I think Jay and I are going to attend this event. That's our Sounds, hopes. Yeah, anyway, I hope so. So we'll put more information out with that because we'd love to get down there and just do interviews galore. So much uh, creative content that we can pick up. 30 seconds, Sarah. Um, Let's talk to people about why they should join us down there, other than what we've already discussed. Well, gosh, I'm trying to think of anything that we didn't cover. Um, I just let's just sum it up: great chefs, great chefs, master chefs, great property, Colorado food, products, Colorado products. Chef Broadmoor is going to be there. Right. Yeah, Broadmoor. Um, th- what what a way to kick off the cocktails. Thing. I'm assuming there's going to be cocktails. There will be bar, a cash cocktails. bar, so you know, and nobody does cocktails and wine like the Broadmoor. There right. you go. That's going to be great. Uh, join us down there again. It's not this coming Friday. It's uh, Friday, October twenty seventh, from six to eight thirty p.m. Also, uh, information on how you can get lodging as well uh, provided by the Broadmoor. Again, on the Facebook page, you can check it all out. Just thrilled to have them in studio, and we're catching up with Chef Christopher Moore. I understand you're going to stick around with us for a little while and maybe uh, co-host this uh, hour with us and play, plate up some food as well. Is this I've, the food that you're going to be bringing uh, to the Broadmoor? It's a, it's, it represents an idea of what I'm doing. So it's, it's a variation of what <laughs> I'm doing. It's a secret. All right, he'll stick around, and we'll have a little bit of food in studio. Josh Pollock, Stanley Marketplace, and uh, Rosenberg Bagels right up next on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Love great food and drinks? Get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Eater. Hey, it's Greg Holland back for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. 
You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. The most delicious hot dogs in Denver are at Billy's Gourmet Hot Dogs. Signature dogs, specialty dogs, gourmet sausages, homemade, hormone-free, 100% single-sourced meat, and never any artificial flavors or coloring. You can taste the difference. 24th and Larimer, near Coors Field, plus food truck, street carts, and at Fiddler's Green. Savor the best damn dog in Denver. Billy's GourmetHotDogs.com Justin Brunson, Old Major, you're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. Oh, sweet. That actually reminded me hearing Justin Brunson. Congratulations to Justin Brunson for the pilot uh, show that he just got picked up for on uh, the Food Network. I think it's called um, Searing. Serious Meats, S-E-A-R-I-O-U-S. And, and that voice, can you kick on your microphone yeah. there or, or TJ? Absolutely. Oh, there you are. Hey, there's his voice, Josh Pollock, Stanley Marketplace, and it's Rosenberg's Bagels in studio with us. And very good to see you. We've got more guests joining. Very busy in here yeah, tonight. Thanks there, for having Josh. us. Yes, uh, thank you. Justin Brunson, what's the name of that pilot that he's got going uh, on? Serious, e- uh, serious Meats. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's a, he's the meat guy, right? He is. You think and, of uh, meat. quite a personality. So very, really, really a great fit for television. Yeah, I think we'll. Uh, I hope I hope it gets picked up for more yeah, than a pilot. Me too. There. Uh, and, and because not only does Justin do great things with meats, he's a good networker. Yeah, we 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 got to be in the shoot for the pilot at our friend's place uh, at Il, Il Porcelino. They do a lot of charcuterie, and they were shooting that first episode there. Oh, and, sweet! Um, I, I got a peek at what i made into the show and it's just like my butt just the oh, back yeah, they, were, they were interviewing a person yeah. and my butt's right in the background so i, I can say i made it on hey video. listen you say like did you see my bagel in that pilot yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> that's cool uh first of all josh we met you we were just talking about it uh javi from chaluna when this is when we met you at stanley marketplace jay and myself and uh there you were and and i said to jay um I want to meet him. I want to meet Josh. I've been wanting to talk to him for a while now. And he said, Jay said to me, I'll never forget this. He goes, can, can you wait till he's done ordering? <laughs> Is that what I said? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, it made sense because you were like so annoyed that I like wanted to, you to well, interrupt the world. I Well, I thought I, I said, I, you do that all the time. You're like, I want to meet that person. And I'm like, I can't just be a crazy person and walk up you to somebody. You are a crazy person. Uh, Good to have you in the studio. Uh, where are you from? New Jersey? Yeah, Bergen County, New Jersey, up north. And what brought you to Colorado? Uh, I, I visited when I was younger, and uh, first time I saw the Flatirons in Boulder, I knew that's that was it for me, and uh, came out to see you, Boulder. Go bus. We just uh, eked out a win today. <laughs> Three <laughs> and, points, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, once, once I got out here, there was no turning back. I always thought I'd go back and work on wall street but uh you, you fall in love with this uh with this state pretty easily and it was, so it wasn't the weed yeah no no yeah did that way before that <laughs> totally, how yeah. long you been here uh 15 years 15 now. years great yeah. great to have you need people like this in in the state and then uh there you go your past life what were you uh, you were a businessman on yeah, wall street yeah i was in uh didn't work on wall street worked out here in finance okay. uh did everything from sales to i was an analyst and a financial planner but uh just wasn't for me. Um, you know, my dad told me, go to college, go go get a job and figure out what you don't want to do. So that kind of crossed those off the list. And uh, I've always been real passionate about food. And uh, when I moved out here uh, 15 years ago, uh, I realized the staples that I grew up eating at, bagel shops, uh, delis, Italian delis, little bodegas, they, they weren't really commonplace in Colorado. So that was always Still something. Still not really. Yeah, yeah. Still not really. Because really, that that New New York City vibe of a of a bagel deli, is it's off the hook. Yeah, it's great. I yeah, mean, we I think we hit a bit of a nerve. I think people people all wanted it as much as I did, which I'm very <laughs> thankful for. Um, but it really just all stemmed from uh, a minor obsession with this food, and um, it was always the the centerpiece of our family gatherings and. A hangover cure and uh, a first date. It was pretty much everything kind of wrapped into one for me. And, and not having it, um, you know, really just hit a chord for me. And uh, 
uh, I love Colorado and I never wanted to leave. So I said, all right, if this is going to be it for me, I got to got to bring this food out here. Don't mind me. It's just Instagram. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do they call that? The Instagram Snapchat. All right. Okay, joining back with us, uh, co-hosting the uh, hour with us, uh, Chef Christopher Moore from the club at Ravenna. The club. At, so welcome yes. back. You just you. played it. So is that pla- are those plantains? No, those aren't plantains. They so look that is like plantains. that is uh, a variation of a chicken ballantine. Ballantine is classic uh, French charcuterie. So uh, ballantine would be chicken that's it's ground and has internal garnish. Whether so, this one has pistachio, um, uh, breast meats, and thigh meats. And I want to eat them right now. So it just does not translate right, eating on right. the it's, air. It's, it it's right. It's, it's I want to. My mouth is watering. It looks delicious, chef. Right. Um, yeah, I mean the the form of that it, it really does. It's so uniformed, right? So chicken, s- slow poached and rich chicken stock, and yeah. then and then actually chilled, and then you know, and then uh, and then actually re roasted. Um, it's an amazing dish. I've I've done it since I got out of culinary school. I'm not going to say how long ago. A variation, <laughs> a variation will be down in the springs at the fourth annual Absolutely. Master Chef's reception dinner. <laughs> uh, ADD Food Radio right now. Back to roast first. <laughs> um, I, I'm really interested in the layout of your place and what you did bring, but what you implemented because you have to go around your community and that Colorado style that fits in as well. How do you integrate those two ideas? Absolutely. So um, a big platform for us was really education. Um, to me, you know, the deli uh, way of ordering and how you get your food and how you interact with the people that take your order. Um, I, I never thought of that as a unique thing until I came out here and um, you know, Colorado has a great fine dining scene, and then they've also got a, fr- a great fast casual scene. You know, um, a lot of the amazing chains that have taken over the country started here. Um, so what we did is, uh, is take the traditional deli model and kind of merge that with that fast casual scene. So um, while you're waiting in line, that's where you get your hospitality. That's where you get your samples. Give an example of that. Yeah. So when you walk in our, like our new location, the Stanley Marketplace, the way the line forms, um, you start right by the fish case. So we have an in-house uh, cured fish program, uh, nice. 12 types of fish. Um, and uh, someone's there sli- hand slicing fish and talking to you about it and handing you samples. And then you get down to all the beverages we have and the retail. And then someone's handing you a sample of what they're making on the flat top. And pretty much by the time you've gotten to the register, you're not angry that you just waited for however long on a Saturday because that's what Saturdays at a bagel shop is anywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and then you get to the front and, um, you know, in fast casual, you don't really get an opportunity to talk to the customer mm-hmm. to give them that hospitality that you'd right. want in any kind of restaurant scene. So, Oh, that's great. Yeah. We get do, that. you, do you have anybody, Jay Parker here, do you have anybody that will get in a line on a Saturday where it's a long line and they'll get all the way to the front and then get out of line before they spend any money and then get back in line and uh, do the sample thing as they go again? <laughs> do they, <laughs> no. do, do you pick yeah, up on the guy yet, that's doing that? Yet. They can order. They can get as many yeah. samples as they want. We like keeping people happy. All right. But, but wait, <laughs> way to maximize a, a person's time. I mean, mm-hmm. how considerate is that? And again, you know, obviously it's the we're going to give you samplings of what we do. Hopefully you'll circle back sure. around and, and sure. grab something. Up or just trying something you might not order. Right. Um, I was about to say that the hospitality, hospitality aspect of that, when you actually walk up and you're reading the menu and looking at the menu, probably saying like, "Wow, I got to come back and try that." And you're actually getting it to try it, knowing that now I'm gonna come back because it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's and a really good aspect of uh, of an operation. I think the best marketing is just <laughs> getting people, getting you know, your food into people's mouths and letting right. it speak for itself. Breakfast sandwiches, lunch sandwiches, fish sandwiches. Yeah. Then you've obviously um, bagels the center point. Well, it, are bagels still the predominant sell uh, in your a- business? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, recently, we uh, took over an, uh, an institution here in Denver, uh, formerly the Bagel Store. It's a 41-year-old kosher bakery. Um, and now it's uh, rebranded as Rosenberg's Kosher. So on top of the bagels, now we have challah and rye bread and um, Kaiser rolls, onion rolls, some of the other traditional Jewish delicatessen breads. Um, but really the centerpiece is the bagels because I think that's uh, one thing um, Colorado hasn't really nailed uh, is the New York right, bagel. Right. You know, we have bagels out mm-hmm. here, but um, 
What differentiates mine is we do them exactly the way they've been doing them for a hundred plus years. We and if it's in your name, screen. do yeah. it right. Exactly. Right? I mean, you you got to do that one thing right. Okay, Jan, I know where you're going. No, uh, you so, don't. so trending, uh, sourcing, keeping up on people's needs and wants, whether it's dietary mm-hmm. or inflammation, gluten-free, mm-hmm. uh, vegan, as Jay's doing vegan, October vegan. Vegan-tober. Vegan-tober. I wasn't going to do that. You know what I was going to ask real quick is because uh, I always hear the elevation when it comes to bread and bagels, and, and I wanted to, I wanted to ask you, you'd be the guy to ask, mm-hmm. is like how much truth is to the elevation being the problem of why somebody can't produce an East Coast style bread or well, bagel? You know, for me, it's uh, anything's possible, right? Uh, especially in today's day and age, and um, I'm certainly not a master chef or even an executive <laughs> chef, but uh, you know, we did a lot of research and we found that um, elevation wasn't necessarily even the key difference. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to proof a lot longer. We mm-hmm. have a lot more yeast in our bagels than mm-hmm. uh, we did on the East Coast. Um, what we found was all the other little things that added to it, technique, equipment, um, time. You can't cheat time. That's that's the big thing. That's why I'm not a baker. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and we also discovered the water. You know, that's been a myth for a long, long time, that New York water is what makes bagels and pizza so good in, uh, in the Big Apple. And... Uh, we did a lot of tests throughout uh, the tri-state area, and we found that there are a lot higher mineral contents in New York's water compared to Denver's water. So uh, we have a fancy machine that recreates New York's water chemistry. Uh, oh, that's great. Mm. Yeah, so. That's very interesting. There was yeah. a joke in there yeah. that I went right Yeah, back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard them all. Yeah. Uh, next segment, uh, Lindsay Ma- Manderson. Lindsay Manderson in Studio Zero Market. We're going to talk about that. Uh, food waste is uh, just, I'm intolerant about that uh, as well. Uh, and we'll talk about some of those things in the next segment as well. I wanted to talk to you about your business and having to do the bagels and then go out and do things. But but more trending, um, again, food, uh, what I believe is some are trends, some are sticking around. The gluten-free thing's not going anywhere nope. at Definitely all. Uh, vegan deal, more and mm-hmm. more uh, growing. How much do you take your business and, and – tinker around with those things to be able to accommodate and and then is there a line that you have to draw as well because it's just too small of a niche Uh, i think there is i think you definitely um you know you have to be true to yourself and and we're trying to be as traditional as we can to the bagel store model that's been around for over 100 years um the good news there is that uh, bagels are inherently vegan um especially uh, other kosher products too because they're uh, parv kosher um is dairy free so um, unless it's a recipe that has egg in it, uh, almost all Parv kosher products are uh, vegan as well. So we kind of stumbled upon that. I've got a couple of vegan friends. I don't feel bad about it. Well, I know. I feel great about it. I mean, as Probably great as I can. Greg, yeah. he's the one that has a problem with me. I went off on him in the ride over here today because there's a – and I'm not going to get into it now. But it's, it's <laughs> you want to, though. So don't stuff you. when it comes yeah. to He vegan, wants to get is, into it. Which is fine. But I'd say vegan's the easy one. Uh, so the bagels are vegan. Um, we do salads. Gluten-free, that's probably not that's for the you, hardest right? One, because yeah. you want to be dedicated to, and if you're a celiac, then it's like, okay, you're not a dedicated bakery yeah. to do that. And then other people are intolerant. Mm-hmm. You can do mostly gluten-free. Sure. Um, do, you, do you supply a gluten-free eat-at-your-own-risk type well, of thing? <laughs> well, we have, uh, we have gluten-free items on our menu. They're just not mm-hmm. bagels. And yeah. To me, bagels are pretty much the most glutinous yeah. bread on the right. planet. Right. So I, I did a lot of research. I tried uh, for about a year and a half mm-hmm. to, to nail a gluten-free bagel. You can get the flavor, no problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see these gluten-free beers that are pretty delicious, to be honest. Yeah, Holla Daily yeah. brings out a... I'm guessing it's texture. Texture is the hardest thing. Yeah, right. that's, you can't really get that texture without gluten. If you so, be, right. We have a, actually a sponsor, John Irvin from yeah. Gluten-Free Things. It'd be cool because he's a baker. He has, yeah. a, he has a dedicated gluten-free bakery in Arvada. And it'd be cool just to get you guys together kick around some Love ideas. It. Like I said, anything's possible. Yeah, networking is good. I think there'd be a, a large population rejoicing if we could. Oh, I'm sure. Bagel. I'm guessing you may know this gal, Lindsay. Lindsay. 
Mm. No, you don't, aren't you? Yeah, we know that. We know. <laughs> Hold oh, on. Yeah. Oh no, Lindsay, that Lindsay. I thought you were talking <laughs> about the gluten free. I was gonna say. Well, like, I don't. I do don't hang that? out with those gluten free people. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yes, I do know. I know Lindsay. <laughs> you want to stick around for this next segment? Sure. All right, stick around. That's uh, the voice of Josh Pollock uh, from the Stanley Marketplace, owner of Rosenberg's Bagels. Uh, Zero Market. I'm interested in this. I'm, I don't know much, but sustainability is very important. Uh, I think it brings a lot to the table. So Lindsay Manderson will come up next from Zero Market. Uh, we've got uh, Christopher Moore in studio with us. And again, uh, ticket information for this cool event, the fourth annual Master Chef's, Re- Master Chef's Reception Dinner. It's coming up uh, two Fridays, October 27th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Ticket information is on the Modern Eater Facebook page. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker up next. And we will do... Zero Market on the uh, Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. So maybe you have a restaurant and aren't making as much money as you'd like. Perhaps you need help with food costs or ideas on improving your menu. Get help now. Email Greg and the chef today. TheModernEater at gmail.com. Remember the time when if you wanted to enjoy a classic Belgian-style beer, you'd better be visiting Europe? Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, head brewer of Brews Beers right here in Denver. It's with great honor that my partner Ryan Evans and I are able to share our passion for Belgian-inspired beers from our local microbrewery, Brews Beers. Located at the intersection of 67th and Pecos in the Midtown community, we invite you to Denver's only all-Belgian-style brewery and taproom to sample an array of classic Belgian-inspired beers. If you're a Colorado craft beer lover like myself, you're sure to appreciate our attention to providing only the best ingredients and care when we brew our Belgian beer recipes. With a food truck every night and open seven days a week, our spacious dog-friendly taproom and beer garden welcomes you, your friends, and family to sample from a large selection of award-winning, small-batch, handcrafted artisan ales. Look us up online at brewsbeers.com. That's B-R-U-Z-B-E-E-R-S.com, and we'll see you at the brewery. All right, uh, back to the show momentarily, but right now it's the uh, Goods Restaurant. It's right across the street from East High School, connected to the Tattered Cover Building on Elizabeth and Colfax. What a great uh, family. I call it the uh, mullet of restaurants because uh, during the day, it's family, mm-hmm. family up front, mm-hmm. hanging, and then party in the back at night. <laughs> it's good to go. Uh, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., and they're uh, se- doing seven days a week right now, but their brunch is really cool. Bottomless, uh, interchangeable. So you can do, Jay, your bloody to uh, I do, mimosa. I do the bloody, I do the uh, mule, and then I do the mimosa. Great one, menu. One, two, Good sourcing. Vegans, vegan options available, Lindsay. You could go there and eat. A lot of times, uh, people are just left out, and they don't leave anybody out. Uh, whether you're gluten-free, a vegan, vegetarian... Uh, their sourcing is impeccable. The ingredients that they use and the sustainability of their uh, menu and items on the menu is also very, very cool. Uh, you want to go check them out at 2550 East Colfax. Again, attached to the Tattered Cover Building. Right there on Colfax, East High School, across the street. Go check these guys out. And not only that, they're doing um, a happy hour. 6 uh, to 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then again, they're doing it from... I believe it's nine, ten, ten to midnight. I think it's ten to midnight. Ten to midnight. Uh, whatever that is, just ask for Jay and he'll honor it. <laughs> he'll <laughs> make right. it a happy hour for you. But go check them out again. Two five five zero East Colfax, the Goods Neighborhood Kitchen and Bar. My name is Chef Keegan Gerhart, owner of D Bar, and you're listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. All right, back to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. We've got a very, very full show this evening. And uh, co-hosting along with myself and Jay Parker is Chef Christopher Moore. So cool to have you in studio, catching up with you. Yes, thank you for having me. Off the golf course for That's just it. A, a little while. And again, we'll go over the uh, great event that you're participating with, with the Colorado Chefs Association. Uh, Josh Pollock, he's sticking around from Rosenberg's Bagels because she, he knows this gal and Lindsay Manderson, uh, owner of Zero Market, in studio with us. Welcome to the Modern Eater Show, Lindsay. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, vegan, right? 
I am, yeah. Um, not bad to be at all. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, it's not, you know, for the longest time, gluten-free people were just shoved into a corner. They mm. weren't recognized. It was very hard. Jay took a picture. Uh, we were out to dinner at Rialto for a happy hour. For Ska Brewing. For Ska yeah. Brewing right before Great American Beer Festival. And it's one of those things to where, you know, God bless them. They're trying to feed everybody so that they put in their order ahead of time at Rialto. And uh, Jay brought back, uh, I brought back my plate, and Jay brought back as a joke, like a chive. Yeah, it was a one green onion slice. (laughs) (laughs) But that's kind of the way that it is. This isn't about you being vegan, but more and more options need to open up. Along with that, just being aware and conscious in this world about what you're doing. And I think that may circle back around to Zero Market. Talk about Zero Market for a minute for those that don't know. Uh, We are a zero-waste store. and zero Zero, zero waste. Right. <laughs> okay, very little waste. Right. Got to be zero. So you strive yes. for. We zero strive waste. for zero waste. Yeah, and our whole purpose is to help people live their lives with less waste. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of lifestyle products for people, like stainless steel straws instead of plastic, um, bamboo utensils that you can throw in your bag with you, so you don't have to get the to go. Um, lots of uh, essential oils and. Um, now I'm on board with this type of stuff. I really yeah. am. Well, like I, I'll go Pyrex over or, over the plastic any day. Um, the glass uh, silvers are stainless, stainless steel, steel straws. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I want some of those myself. What else could people that are um, conscious or, or mindful of these types of things? What other things would you have that they're like? Oh, I should have that. Well, a lot of our we have a lot of bulk products. So if you need shampoo and you don't want to go buy another bottle of shampoo in a plastic giant thing that Mm -hmm. you'll have to throw in the garbage um we have it in bulk so you can bring your own container in we'll refill it for you and it's super basic everything's organic it's sustainably sourced um and it's better for you and the planet so Uh, i'm doing the shampoo one uh, autumn tomorrow well (laughs) i i'm gonna well i have to go through mine and throw that away in the garbage i'm sorry and then then, or no clean it out and then i'll go fill it up that's That's what i do right and a lot of people are afraid to bring in their plastic bottles but We encourage, Do you torture people? When no, they come? no, we encourage that because then we know that it's not going to the landfill. They're actually reusing what they already have. I mean, so. normally. So Jay, you offered her a, a bottle of water when she came in. Yeah, and she said no. Said no. She said no. So it's not the water that you're. Do you believe that the the taste is tainted by plastic? I as don't well? really care about the taste. It's, you don't. It's just about I can the taste plastic. plastic sometimes. Well, sure. I mean, the the plastic definitely leaches into the water. Mm-hmm. Any kind of food or drink. Mm-hmm. That's so packaged you're, in plastic. This is environmental getting, to you. Yeah, it, well, it's environmental. It's also health related too. So plastic is one of the worst things, you know. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So she yeah, had her own glass uh, uh, jar, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, it's what a little have. glass jar. And you carry yeah. that around everywhere? Yeah. I mean, I have several to choose from, but sure. only because I've been living zero waste for a while and right. new things will come out and I need to try them. So, right. but um, yeah. So do you feel like, uh, and this is serious because I think there is a little political bend to it to where this is to you very serious in your lifestyle, which I, I love. If you have a purpose behind what you're doing, it's it's actually activism, not slacktivism to where you're being passive. Yeah. Uh, cool that you live that lifestyle how do you fit in and now you have a store right here's mm-hmm. zero market you have mm-hmm. a store so you're offering things uh are you on a soapbox when it comes to these things are are you married i'm married yeah. you, that he has to be on board he, he's completely. at the store right now holding down the fort <laughs> <Right>. so yes <laughs> he's not, yeah yes. and so family i mean this is you're known for this this is your thing this is I your am, jam yeah. and i have two kids too and usually when i tell people that we're zero waste they don't believe me because it's really difficult to have kids and yeah. be zero waste so. all right josh are you yeah. terrified right. when she comes into rosenberg <laughs> <laughs> not so much you know they're we, pretty good about yeah, it yeah <laughs> we let the customers kind of dictate how they want things it's like you want to be like she seems normal you know and it's like yeah she is normal she's just zero waste and i would like to say something just on a thing i don't know all the information and facts about how much we waste every year and all those other things right and, and there's some mm-hmm. people that go like we're not doing anything to earth and did stop worrying about everything yeah. it's like basic math greg i always go back mm-hmm. to Basic math says that what we're doing mm-hmm. and and doing more Lots of it of each year, it's going to have an effect. I'm on board with right. this. This is I'm I'll be in the store, and this is really cool. Um, this is this is again, it's a lifestyle type of thing to where 
everything just makes sense. It makes sense of what you're doing. I mean, there, anybody that would debate something like this, you just, you're, you're really not very smart. So um, <laughs> for you to get behind this and make this availability so that, um, again, vegan lifestyle is hard to live. Um, it's the same with zero waste, though. I mean, changing your life in any way is going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. It's going to seem impossible, but you start off with baby steps. Would you steps eat off a and... plastic fork? <sighs> You'd rather eat with your fingers, wouldn't you? I would, yeah. and I have. <laughs> yeah. Even like quinoa, you know? I'll eat quinoa without a plastic fork if I have to. Got to walk the walk, so, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. And that's, I mean, I'm. our whole goal is not to shame people into it. Mm -hmm. It's to spread awareness. And, and make, make it make sense. Exactly, And then yeah. give the availability to be able to make this lifestyle sustainable for yourself Absolutely, as well. Yeah. Which I think that, you know, you ask yourself, is it the uh, chicken before the egg? or Is it Lindsay before Zero Market or is it Zero Market? market before Lindsay I think they both just really play hand in hand and and what a great uh, ambassador for your brand and your product uh, well done thank you really well Appreciate done that. uh 30 seconds of why people should come in and see you at zero market uh it's just a better uh, it's a step in improving your lifestyle towards uh your health and the environment and it's also cheaper because you get to buy in bulk so you don't have to pay for the package um and it's a fun experience too because you learn a lot when you go into the store we have facts statistics all over the place of you know 500,000 straws are thrown away every day in the US mm -hmm. alone so and the you same get to learn little things like yeah, that and you have you're taking the same concept and 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 looking more towards food mm -hmm. in the future right you have a store coming out for that too well Absolutely. it's a shame for people like me who just think it tastes better <laughs> No, that's not a shame. That's good. You have your reason, yeah. and that is it's something that's going to push you right? to take that step. Yeah. Well, I love how you um, kind of put your marketing hat on, and you did. You weren't like, "Don't be stupid. Come on in. We'll show you why." They say you. You said very, very succinct um, ways of how you can do this and live this lifestyle, and and you make it available for people to do it. I think it's mm -hmm. really cool. Uh, we're going to come in and see and do a video, and I think you brought some uh, gift card that we can give away. Yes. We'll throw that out on social media this week. So uh, you'll be a friend of the show, Lindsay. Great, thank That's you. Really cool. What do you think of that, uh, uh, Chef? That's amazing. Actually, I had just a quick question for her if we have time. Yep. Um, if you ever, you've, are you familiar with like edible, edible disposables, edible uh, cutlery? Yeah, um, absolutely. I, yeah. I actually kicked in money to a Kickstarter campaign coming out of too. coming out of India for the edible spoons coming out of India. I think I have 10,000 coming my way eventually. Edible spoons? Edible spoons are made from chickpea flour. We well, have a chef on board with you right and, uh, now. That's what network yeah, that's is all great. about. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, the problem is is that there are so many eco-friendly products that are out there right. now that some people are out there just to make the money from it. Right. And I think that cutlery was maybe one of them. That's so. one of them, right. And also oh. also through our, mm. our apprenticeship program, we actually use uh, cornstarch-based disposables. So um, that's awesome. when, it, when yeah. it gets used, it's, you know. You can eat your fork when you're done. You can. It's great. <laughs> Lindsay, I, I, you've earned yourself another couple segments on the show because I <laughs> I think you're fascinating, and I'll bet you there's all kinds of stuff you can throw out there. I am there a wealth that... of knowledge you didn't know you needed. <laughs> I need it. Uh, Lindsay Manderson, uh, Zero Market. Thanks again. That's Thank really you. cool. All right, up next, we got another cool one, Sex Rex Road uh, on the phone, Alamo Draft House. He's going to be in the kitchen at Alamo Draft House. It's movie time there, Jay. Mm -hmm. Movie, I think this is I've been. Movie. If you haven't been, you, you don't know what it's like to eat a pizza in a movie theater and, and have it be normal. Dinner service. Um, awesome. do you want you want to stick around with us too, Josh? Oh, sure. Uh, just for a minute or two? Yeah. Okay. We can do that. Josh will stick around. And then next hour, Andrew Moore, owner of Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. Here's a really cool dude. Uh, he's an archaeologist, archaeologist turned brewer. Yeah. And then uh, really cool beers. Garlic beer, basil, basil beer, yeah. um, cooking with beer. I, why do I want to know if, if uh, Lindsay drinks beer? I don't know. That's weird. Do you drink beer? Probably not. You drink a lot of beer? I'm also a big fan of Oh, hold on. Uh, hold on. So, there it is. I'm also a fan of Mr. B's Wine and Spirits in the city marketplace. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think everybody knows uh, my little, name in there, I'm a little too. guilty there as well. I would have <laughs> thought for sure she's gluten-free. I would have just... Uh, you know, I tried gluten-free, but I'm going to stick with vegan. So. <laughs> cool. Well, there you go. See, I mean, hey, the, you know, Let's to each his own. New you segment, just... Ask Lindsay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> would you do this? I'm yeah. here. Uh, let's, let's figure out why. In the kitchen up next, Alamo Draft House will peek in on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. 
Love great food and drinks? Get tips on the best places to eat or discover new bars and restaurants. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Modern Eater. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. All right, back to the show in just a minute. We'll have uh, on the horn uh, Chef Rex Road from Alamo Draft House. But right now, uh, speaking of Alamo Draft House, here's the guy, uh, and it's uh, A Plus Beverage Solutions and Jeff Rourke. He did their faucet installs at Alamo Draft House, and I got to tell you, they don't disappoint. They have a place called Barfly, mm-hmm. which is right in Alamo Draft House. And Jeff Rourke did the build out for him. And they're doing great Colorado craft beer and beyond. But uh, if you want a great craft beer selection, you want to go hang out at Barfly. They're doing a lot of live stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, cooking with the beer. They're doing all kinds of things. Cooking with the beer. These guys are great. Uh, and then, you know, you'd think uh, movies secondary. No, you know, it all works into one thing. But this is about Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions. 20 years in the business. Coffee lines, water lines, nitro lines, custom jobs. He'll do the install for you, and he'll do the maintenance. You need to get an A-plus on your report card. Uh, because if you're pouring inefficient beer out of your faucets, what are you doing, Jay? You're pouring your money down the drain. Don't do that. Don't pour your money down the drain. Uh, spend that money on the front end of this thing and make sure that you're as efficient as possible because you don't want to look silly with your customer and you need that delicious craft beer to come out just the way that it was intended from the brewer and their barrels. So do yourself a favor. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 720-272-3809, 720 720- 272-3809 Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions Whose cuisine reigns supreme? You're listening to the Modern Eater Show The ultimate gourmet challenge And it's time for In the Kitchen Alright, In the Kitchen on the Modern Eater Show uh, Just having a great time this uh, Saturday evening Live from the iHeart Studios As we jump to the kitchen You can already hear the noise right there And it's Chef Seth Rex Road On the phone with us from Alamo Draft House Right in the middle of a busy dinner service, I bet But how are you, Chef? Doing pretty good, how are you guys doing? <laughs> We're doing good What's up, Chef? Uh, we've also got um, our guest chef host this hour And uh, Chef Christopher Moore from the club at Ravenna Doesn't That's that me. sound fancy? Chef, how you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Cool. So to uh, seat about like 550 people. Wait, say what? 550 tonight? Yeah, in the next hour and a half. What are you doing on the phone, man? Shouldn't you be at work? Well, you know, I gotta, you know, <laughs> bring the love to my people. I know. There you go. I love it. So, uh, the the layout of Alamo. How does that work? People can uh, eat some food while they watch a movie, right? Yeah, we're the greatest movie theater ever in the history of movie theaters and mankind. Uh, you can actually come into your seat. Um, for every two chairs, there's one table, a menu underneath uh, the table, the small lights that you can read the menu. Uh, we have a really diverse menu, uh, burgers, salads, wraps, pizzas. Um, and, yeah, you get to eat right while you're watching a movie. We have silent service. Our servers are like ninjas. They come and take your order that you write down on a little piece of paper, and uh, we, we take care of you. I love it, Chef. That's oh, great. Uh, it, it, here's the deal. What are you doing right this second? It's probably making sure the food's to your quality, right? Yeah, I'm standing over by the pizza oven, uh, just watching my guys, you know, bring pizzas out, making sure everything's uh, completely to spec. And they're smooth tonight. I'm I'm almost to the point of just putting on some saute and lighting some candles. So smooth in here right now. Nice. I highly I highly doubt that. Uh, I'm sure you're moving and shaking right. How many pizzas do you figure that you uh, bust out on any given busy uh, Saturday evening? Oh, uh, probably tonight we'll probably do at least three hundred. Three hundred pizzas. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. That's that's cranking, yeah, chef. Uh, the ovens we have cooking too in like four minutes. Uh, beers, uh, you're cooking with beer as well. It was really cool. Actually, next hour, top of the hour, in about five minutes or so, uh, owner of Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, Andrew Moore. Now, you talked to um, their brewer, 
and he is out getting married, but we hooked you guys up, and uh, you're going to do some collaborations on some cooking with beer, right? Yeah, you know, uh, we did the Indiana Jones Trilogy Feast a few months ago, and we kind of want to retouch that uh, this next year after the Star Wars Madness in December and January. But it was like, you know, finding out that he was an archaeologist and he turned into a brewer, I thought that'd be really awesome. We do a 12-course feast that goes, it's like uh, four courses for every original movie in the trilogy. Uh, So I think it'd be really awesome to have someone who, you know, Dr. Jones in-house, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think that's cool, and I just love when people network like that. But uh, moreover, you had a uh, delicious uh, cake. What did you take a picture of, Jay? It was a, a banana cake made with some Odyssey vanilla porter. Really delicious. You have a you have a pastry chef there as well, don't you, chef? Yeah, her name is uh, Jamie Gonzalez. She's a she's a mad scientist. She does all of our pastry stuff, not only for Barfly, but a lot of these special events that we do, like the beer dinners and such. And, uh, yeah, the this week it's a banana cake made with uh, that Odyssey vanilla porter, which is amazing. If you haven't had it, definitely try it. And it's better with cake. So you do a cake of the week? Is that what it is? Yeah, every week, different beer, different style cake. Um, we're always coming up with something crazy. All right, this uh, week coming up at Alamo, uh, what do you got that's on the uh, menu that may be new? Do you have any kind of fall fair that's coming out? And what can people expect when they go to Alamo Draft House? Oh, let's see. Well, we always have a brunch on Sundays with Jazz Brunch. We have a few musicians in our, in our butterfly space. Uh, you know, our Pistole has been really good uh, lately, getting a lot of good feedback on that. But also tomorrow we're going to be out at the Westward Feast doing Pasole, kind of advertising that whole brunch thing that we do. And then this next Tuesday at our Swans Lake location, we're doing a beer dinner uh, with uh, Young Frankenstein. I love that movie. Craft. Yeah, totally. Come, and, what uh, does she say? That's oh, one that's not on my thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It's like Fumbluka or something like that. <laughs> Gosh, I wish I could remember. That's just a classic film right there. Chef Christopher Moore again. Institute. Chef, you had a question? Uh, no, I was just going to ask, is it, poss- actually, is it possible to come eat without actually going and seeing a movie? Good question. You just come in and have That's a beer a and have question. some cake and just enjoy yourself. You can't. So he asked, can you come in and eat without seeing a movie, Chef? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We have our space barfly. Uh, it's, it's more like a restaurant bar kind of, you know, venue. Uh, you can either come in just for the food, see a show. We always have live music or comedians or poetry readings happening. It's a really awesome space. It's kind of uh, inspired by Bukowski and the whole beat poet. Um, it's a really awesome place to grab a beer. We have a pretty extensive tap list. Um, but, yeah, even if, you know, we put the desserts out there trying to get people to something there after the movie grab a dessert and kind of talk about the film and see what's going on cool there he is all right chef thanks so much for taking time out in your kitchen uh really cool alamo draft house uh, i have a feeling you're gonna hear a lot more from you huh seth yeah man hopefully yeah, th- i'm totally down <laughs> i think guys, so uh, yeah thanks for the spot and uh we'll be seeing you shortly yes you will there he is chef seth rex road I, I didn't call him Seth, uh, Seth Chef, or God. I don't. You. That's I a tongue twister. Right That's there. a tough one. I was man. I was calling him uh, Rexford at home, but I, <laughs> Rex Road is his name, so I'm not great. with You him. called him Sex too at one point. I did. Yeah, I mean, who, nobody noticed. Nice. Five hundred and fifty people. That is a yeah, lot of noticed. people. Lindsay, Lindsay noticed. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, would somebody <laughs> say something about that? I know I heard I what said I heard. Sex. Yeah, you said sex. You can say sex. It's all right. Dang it. Hey, speaking of uh, sex, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project is downstairs with some delicious beer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't quite yeah. get it. That was, that was the, yeah, the joke was that there was no connection. But uh, <laughs> no, a, is this microphone on? Is mine on? That was a good one. Yeah. I got it. Thanks, Chef. I have to thank Josh Pollock, uh, owner of Rosenberg's Bagels. Thanks, man, for coming in. Thanks for having me. <laughs> really cool. We're going to go uh, jump uh, Josh over at his work as well at Stanley Marketplace. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Stanley Marketplace, that's where you can see Rosenberg's Bagels. And we'll be back. Owner of Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project, Andrew Moore, coming up next on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio.